Howdy ho, officer, we've had a doozy of a day. There we were just minding our own business and all of a sudden out of nowhere, these kids started killing themselves all over haunted phosphorescence. This is Thoreau Smiling. I can't believe I'm standing in my very own vacation podcast. Who's joining me? Guys, pickled eggs, a six-pounder. I'm Josh Cece. Hey, college kids, you want some of this? I'm Brian Lesh. <laughs> Hide all your sharp objects. I'm Alaric Weber. <laughs> and this is Haunted Phosphorescence, your spooky cast where we watch it. Spooky. I'm going to stop. <laughs> we're we're going to squeeze this one in before uh, October's over. It's our last uh, annual Spooktober movie, um, except for our monthly movie, which we'll also try to squeeze in here before October's over. Uh, but this that next week in uh, the main feed, we'll be back with our regularly scheduled superhero movies. Um this show is brought to you by our patrons. Patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You want to be a patron too? Go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. We've got a lot of bonus content there. We got Star Wars. I stuff. say evasion. <laughs> God. Uh anyways, patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. If you want to throw us a buck a month, we would appreciate it, or even more. If you if you want to do more, we'll take two. We'll, we'll take more. We'll take whatever bucks you want to give us. <laughs> All the bucks. We'll do that old soft shoe. Yes. Uh, this week, though, on Haunted Phosphorescence, we are watching Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Oh, jeez. Whoa, Jesus. Did you see the way those guys looked at us? Who wants to go skinny dipping? No. We got your friend. They captured Allison. Oh, it's the pancakes. You hate pancakes. I'm, I'm gonna make you something else. What am I doing here? Fell into the water. I dove in and rescued you. We'll go find your friends. You should relax. Tucker and Dale are on the case. What is this place? It's just a cabin. It doesn't mean they're psycho killers. Then why don't you go in there and talk to them? All right. Maybe I will. <laughs> I said maybe. Dale? What are you doing? I'm digging a shitter hole. You mind if I help? He's making her dig her own grave. There's no rules out here. It's us against them. <laughs> Oh, good look, your friends are here. Are you okay? Saw your friend out there. He must be allergic to bees or something because he was running like a bat out of hell. This is a suicide pact. These kids are coming out here and they're killing themselves all over the woods. Oh my God, that makes so much sense. The girl that we have, she can maybe explain the whole thing. You've got another one inside. No, she's in my bedroom. (laughs) (laughs) Heads up. 
Oh, you gotta take the safety off on the side there. Don't do that. Oh! Time to start being more careful. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Time to die, freak. Don't, don't use that. Oh, look, I'm gonna wedge it from that side and you pull him out. Oh, take it off! Get off my face! Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> this movie is so good. <laughs> yeah, um, I love it. It's I like a horror bit. of errors. <laughs> yeah, I yeah it shows just, us all those deaths. I know it did. There's no yeah. secret to what this movie is. Yeah, no, no. There's no twist. There's no. It's just. It is what it is. But it's not real clear from that trailer that that it is the comedy of errors that that it is. Yeah, that I was talking about, which you know. But then it constantly is. It's like a horror version of a Priest Company episode. Like if people heard the beginning of a conversation or the end of a conversation, they <laughs> yeah. would understand. <laughs> Mr. Farley, old, Farley only. I'm gonna much. kill Jack if he doesn't yeah. put the milk Clean back up. in the fridge. <laughs> exactly. Oh no, she's gonna kill Jack. Uh, um, this movie was released into theaters uh, September 30th, 2011. Uh, it had a running time of 89 minutes. It cost five million dollars, and it made 5.5 million. So it wasn't really a hit. Weaker. Yeah, it 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 did pretty well. I think in uh, probably on DVD. What month yeah. did this come out? Was this in October? Release? It was a s- s- September 30th. So yeah, kind of oh, in okay. October. Yeah. yeah. Um, 2010. Yeah. Well, it was it was in it was in uh, Sundance and uh, uh, TIFF and South by Southwest in 2010, but it wasn't released into wide release until September of 2011. Gotcha. Um, and speaking of the box office and dates, I think we should play the box office top ten game. I thought you were inviting us to the movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna Dateland. Yeah, we're gonna have a four way movie date, guys. Uh, <laughs> or wait, we have done that before. Yeah. Um, th- I still uh, think of that pain in the ass guy. <laughs> oh my God. Still <laughs> mad about the guy at Star Wars. I'm still just mad about Star Wars. I'm not mad about him. I want to know how he got up to that seat if he couldn't <laughs> move his feet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she carried you four rows up. She looked like a strong woman. Uh, t- if the answer was yes, I would have bought that. Um, Tucker and Dale versus Evil um, opened at number 45. Um, so it didn't do great. They only opened it into 30 theaters. So I don't know what that's about. Um, I don't feel like I heard about it until like it was on TV. Well, DVD. Yeah. I mean, I had to rent it. but oh, I definitely okay. saw the trailer. I think I rented But I don't it. remember... For what? Like if it's for the DVD release or the theater? Like I don't, I don't know. I don't remember it in theater. I wasn't aware of it. My time. buddy owned this on DVD, and we would sit and get stoned and watch it. I don't think I saw it until until probably 2013 or 14. But I, I guess you never forget <laughs> the first time. <laughs> yeah. uh, so all right, I am going to uh, describe the top ten movies of the week for the week of September 30th, 2011. 
Guys here are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing based on the box office mojo description, which I'm saying, except when I leave out whatever words I feel like leaving out. Um, you ready to play, guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Number 10 this Deeper. week. Healthcare professionals, government officials, and everyday people. <laughs> find them, That's the tapestry that makes our Find themselves in the midst of a pandemic as the CDC works to find a cure. Outbreak with uh, what's her face from? No, that's much earlier. Not outbreak. Um, this that's one with the monkey with uh, yeah, yeah, Dustin Hoffman that was, and the outbreak yeah. monkey. <laughs> uh, World War Z. Not World War Z. No. No, it's not a zombie this movie. Is, it, it is just is a the, regular sick movie. What's her? What's the woman's name from uh, regular sick movie from Titanic? Yes, uh, yeah. Rose from Titanic. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Chicken Kate Pox. The we, got, movie. we got we got Larry Fish. So you, you better say it. Born. Burn. Burn. I was saying Burns. Um, Catherine Hepburn. Jude Law, Gwyneth Paltrow, Matt Damon. Yeah. I thought you said Jude Log. Jude um, Log. Virus. <laughs> it's called Contagion. Oh, I've heard of that. I watched this the first week of COVID lockdown. Oh, fuck. I think I caught that. Movie. The first week of COVID was so quaint. <laughs> like, yeah. really, it was like a couple weeks. We'll all be out of here. We'll watch some movies, drink some wine during the day. It'll be fun. <laughs> we were like rattling pans at each other yeah. in New York. We were watching it on the internet at our houses everywhere else yes, celebrities were singing john lennon songs woman is n-word of the world <laughs> <laughs> i know why, why why didn't they do that one yeah that was when things started to why are rich sour. people telling me to imagine a life for you wasn't everybody started to Period get mad at gal gadot because she was the first person in the video yes it wasn't her idea <laughs> and like choose to oh never mind i won't finish that <laughs> but yeah imagine if you would. Imagine you rich people. Yeah. Uh, number nine this week, when his mentor is taken captive by a disgraced Arab sheik, as opposed to like a disgraced Japanese sheik, a killer for hire is forced into <laughs> action. His mission, kill three members of Britain's elite special air service responsible for his son's deaths. Taken Whoa. three. Jesus Christ. So this stars Jason Statham, Clive Owen, and Robert De Niro. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> the tagline is, may the best man live. It's called Killer Elite. I have never heard of this movie. Same. Same. Yeah. Um. There was definitely no superhero movies out during these months, so this is kind of like a fresh slate for us, box office top ten wise. Um, number opening this week at number eight. A woman looks back at the past nineteen men she's had relationships with in her life <laughs> and okay. wonders All right. if one of them might be her one true love. Rom-com, OMG, rom-com, yeah. Um, starring Anne Ferris and Chris Evans. The one that got away. No, the night, the 19... That's a great... The, I thought he had that. that. Is, the 19 Men is a kind oh. of a hint as to the name. I right. oh. see. Top 20. Um, 
19 kids and counting. <laughs> <laughs> 19 going on 30. No. Yeah. Yeah, no. You're like 28 counting handies. <laughs> well, you do two of those at once. Sleeping with all 19. If you go tip to tip, you can do four. <laughs> Silicon guys, Valley. Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> the weird algorithm they were running. Yes. <laughs> Lucky it's 19. called it's called what's your number oh yeah. um number seven this week a young man sets out to uncover the truth about how many movies are about a young man who sets out to uncover the truth about his life after finding his baby photo on a missing persons website the young man, oh, Taylor Lautner was the guy. They were like, maybe he's a star. Uh, Milk? No. <laughs> God damn it. Harvey Milk. <laughs> Barton. Barton Milk. <laughs> the, oh, God, this uh, is the team... most generic fucking movie ever. What, um, the what was tag... his character's name in uh, Twilight? Uh, Mike Paul? Uh, I don't know. He was... Yeah, Teen Hot Wolf Boy. Teen, teen, <laughs> teen Wolf. Was it Jason? No. Jared? No. Jacob. 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 Thank you. Joey Jojo. Joey Jojo. Jabadoo. The stupid name. Joey Jojo. Did you know that Bart's middle name is Jojo? Oh, yeah. That's Bart's what the J stands for. J. Oh, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> our dog, her name is Willow. And, um, you know, of course, you never call your dog by their names. I've gotten right. I've gotten to the point where I'm calling her Willis, but not just that, because <laughs> Moon calls her Will- Willow Bean, so, so I'll call her Willis T Bean. And she asked me what the T stood for, and I was like Tiberius. Of course, Will- Willis Tiberius Bean. It's always Tiberius. Yes. <laughs> um, uh-huh. This movie's called Abduction. Yeah, it's, oh, it's okay. It looks lame. Don't watch it. Um, at number six, that's the first time I've offered opinion on one of the box office top ten movies <laughs> like that. Don't watch it. Uh, uh, number six. Soon after moving into their seemingly idyllic new home, a family learns of a brutal crime committed against former residents of the dwelling. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't uh, us. Bro. It was them. I assume there's. I assume there's ghosts. I don't know. I'm this, so is, tired so this isn't Haunted ghosts. Hill, or. Uh, oh, we got Daniel Craig, Naomi Ro- Watson, Rachel Wise. Oh, The Haunting of Hill House or Hill House? They no, that, that, that was Liam Neeson. I don't think they. Ryan Reynolds was in that too, wasn't he? Wait, did or wait no. they did no, another he was one? In so... Amity. No, he oh, was in Amityville. Amityville. You're right. Did they do I thought one? They did do? Did they do one, one between the, the the Netflix series and the Liam Neeson one? Oh, my no. my real question I guess not. was: I thought you meant from like the nineties. Daniel Craig and Rachel Weiss were on this. Did they didn't meet there, did they? I <laughs> I don't oh, know. Let me go ask. Him. Let me text Daniel yeah. and find out. So I'm too busy <laughs> imagining. I'm too busy imagining them having sex. Uh, oh well. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen Ted Lasso. Oh. <laughs> uh, um, it's called Dream House. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Seems fine. Also opening this week. 
inspired by a true story. A comedy centered on a 27-year-old guy who learns his cancer diagnosis and his subsequent subsequent oh. struggle to beat the disease. 50-50? Yep, 50-50. Fit. This yeah. is Seth Rogen and um, Jason. Joseph. Yeah. Joseph. Yeah. Joseph Gordon. Gordon JGL. Yeah. Yeah. Robin. Yeah. Um, young this was, Bruce Willis. This and the uh, Kumail Nanjiani <laughs> movie are about people getting cancer and not dying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> How dare you? Don't go to movies to watch people survive. The real killer was. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, also opening this week at number four. What the fuck is this movie? When a tragedy strikes close to home, four police officers struggle with their faith and their roles as husbands and fathers. Together, Ooh. they make a decision that will change all their lives. This is a Jesus movie. It's a Jesus movie. Officer Christ. Attorney at law. Oh, oh, from the creators of <laughs> War Room, Overcomer, and Fireproof. I'm the, I'm the Overcomer. That feels like a working title that nobody corrected. Right. Uh, this is the 10th anniversary release <laughs> of, of that movie. Yes, of this movie. Apparently, okay. it's called Courageous. Oh, I thought it was Serpentco. It's Courageous. And it stars four dudes you've never heard of. <laughs> I'm making decisions you don't care about. Yeah. Uh, I'm just disappointed they didn't give us their names in the description. Yeah. I know. They usually they do. Like, Kevin finally gets his shit together. <laughs> Good for him. Only to find out Lisa doesn't care. And she's been killing his friends. Lisa. Uh, number three this week. A young heir to a throne and his father are targeted by his bitter uncle who wants the throne for himself. The Lion King? Yes. The Lion King 3D. Hamlet? 3D yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah I mean, the Lion King Hamlet. was just Hamlet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And the secret. <laughs> and the Little Mermaid was just the Carol Burnett show. Um. <laughs> At number two. Imagine if Tim Conway and Harvey Corbin were in the Little Mermaid. Imagine that for a minute. Do yourself a fucking favor. <sighs> At number two. Uh. Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer-generated analysis to acquire new players. Moneyball. Yeah. yeah. Moneyball. Moneyballs. <laughs> Moneyball. Daddy Moneyballs. <laughs> uh, Moneyball is... Had a ruinous sport in 10 days. Yeah. I it's, never saw that. That was a hit. It was a good yeah. movie. It's, yeah, Star Wars. would be like, it. ooh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Jonah yeah, Hill yes. like, took like a, a really small paycheck so that he could like get like the prestige because he was Jonah Hill. nominated, and like, I believe. Yeah, and I think Brad Brad Pitt took a pay cut on that too to make sure that it got made. Yeah. They were all inside yeah. a money ball, inside a money ball. 
<laughs> it's money balls all the way down. All the way down. <laughs> Everyone's taking a pay cut. <laughs> but the number one movie of the week is a story centered on the friendship between a boy and a dolphin whose tail was lost in a crab trap. Uh, yeah, crab trap and boy. <laughs> with Miss with Reed Richards, right? Yeah, it is a dolphin tale with uh star well starring Harry Connick Jr., Ashley Judd, Chris Christopherson, and Morgan oh, Freeman. <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. I hope is to God now who I want to be. I hope Morgan Freeman voices the dolphin. I think he was in that miracle movie about the whale. Stuck in the ice, but yeah, I'm with you. Through they could have, I hope they formed a band in between takes. Right. <laughs> Woo. That is. I'm sure. I'm sure he demands a piano is on set with every movie he makes. Yeah. Boom. Morgan Freeman. Harry Connick Jr. No. Oh, Harry Connick. Actually, hey, yeah. I bet Morgan plays an instrument, and if not, yeah. that voice can sing. He's the front man. Oh yeah, yeah. Judge. She's a. She's comes yeah, from she's a, a long judge. line. Yeah. She's, yep. Yeah, they, they they gotta start to know where to fold them if they're gonna be on that set. <laughs> the highway people. Yeah. Uh, that is the box office top ten game, which brings us to the production of Tucker and Dale versus Evil. This movie was a uh, written. Written and directed by Eli Craig, uh, with screenplay credit going to Morgan Jurgensen as well. Um, this is his first directorial uh, movie, but he he was in he did a lot of uh, acting, like a lot of like like guy in background acting. He was uh, uh, in The Rage, Carrie Two, <laughs> Space Cowboys. Um, he also played the uh, cameraman at the beginning of the movie that gets uh that gets killed in the uh pre in the pre credits cool that's that's got to be a horror trope being yeah. in your own movie yeah i mean what's his face um hitchcock hitchcock yeah so. yeah um so he mostly seems to have been kind of a b-list actor him and his buddy jurgensen um came up Wrote this script, shopped it around, got it made. There isn't a whole lot of background to that. It was not much of a story. Um, what was it? Magnet Productions or something? Is that yeah, it's um, like distribution. Uh, magnet releasing. Yeah. Um, so, which is now Magnolia. Um, they have like there's like seven different production companies. They got a lot of budget. Like you know, it, it was a five million dollar movie. Alan Tudyk's the biggest star in it. They uh, had like five different uh, production companies, so you know they they worked the system, they got it made, and good for them. Um, Tyler Labine was uh, up and coming at the time. She was, she was up and coming. I still think Tudyk was he, probably the biggest name. He, he. Oh, Tyler, who's, who's Tyler oh, Labine? Oh, the that is, du, the Dale. Dale. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah, I'm he sorry. was in that one Devil capturing souls TV show for a while. Yeah, um, uh, he was also in uh, what was it like? Postcards from Tucson or uh, Sons of Tucson? Oh, um, he was in a lot of like really short run. Yeah, shows. yeah. he he was well, and his yeah his uh, we'll get to him in a minute. Um, Eli okay, Craig, sorry. the director. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, it went on. The only movie he's made since then is that uh, Adam Scott movie that was straight to Netflix. I think it was straight to Netflix. It's called like Little, Little Little Evil. Yeah, where there's like the it's like the Damien. It's the Omen, but yeah, yeah. Adam wow. Scott and Evangeline Lilly. Um, is it like a funny version of the Omen? Yeah, it's a comedy yeah. version. Oh. Adam Scott's stepson is like oh, and, is, and is Damien, looks, basically. Yeah, I love but, that. And he looks like Damien, but he also looks more like uh, Bon Scott from ACDC. <laughs> yes, he does. It's like... <laughs> uh, um, okay, yeah. So then um, it does stars, uh, as we said, Tyler Labine. Um, he's been working in TV since... 1991 is his first credit. So Taylor Labine years. Yeah, so. yeah. He was um like Kevin Smith was in his corner. Mm. I think even Kevin Smith produced Reaper and I heard him. Reaper, Thank Reaper. That That's was what I show. recognized yeah. him. Yeah, from. yeah, yeah. But um, so, so like <clears throat> like <clears throat> throughout the 90s, he was like in Who's Afraid? Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Commish. He played Stoner in an X Files episode. Um, yeah, exactly. Like a lot of that shit. He was, uh, let's see. Um, he was in eight episodes of something called action man, which, um, Oh, it's an, that was a, it's a, wow. Oh my God. That was a CGI animated series based on the action figure action man from the fifties. All right. I take back what I just said. Wow. Um, Dead Last, he was uh, the lead character in, which was from the WB. That was kind of trying to be a Dawson's Creek kind of mo- show. Um, he had a lot of failed series. Um, 22 episodes of something called Invasion. Invasion. <laughs> he was in, oh my God, the the Mad Love TV show the, that was based, I think, off the... Uh, Drew Barrymore movie with uh yeah. Robin. What's his? Yeah. Um, yeah. Animal practice. He had so many failed sitcoms. <laughs> animal practice. Animal practice. He played a vet. Makes animal perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, oh my God. He, he revisited his role of stoner in the X-Files reboot in 2016. Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, he was, oh, he was in Dirk Gently Solistic Detective Agency, the, the TV series. I think he's pretty good. I mean, I don't necessarily think all these failed projects are indicative no, no. of his, uh, talent. No, he's, he, no. he's great as Dale. He is. Well, he absolutely is. The fact is. that he keeps getting calls. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's a funny guy. And apparently, um, by all accounts, him and Alan Tudyk, um, hit it off so well that, um, they would just stay in character like after the shoot ended and just riff off each other just to make each other laugh. I feel like if you can't get, I don't know, like what kind of monster it's your problem. If you can't get along with Alan, right. (laughs) He's he's a national treasure. Be like Michael J. Fox. Like you came home at the end of the day, like, Oh, I got into it. Michael J. Fox It's like, what did you do? Yes. What did you do to to Michael J. Fox? (laughs) Well, he started. No, he didn't. I'm trying to think. What if I know we've had Alan Tudyk in some of the movies we've done, but I can't figure out which ones. His voice in Star Wars. Oh, uh, Rogue One. We saw yeah. him in Rogue One. We talked about him in Rogue One. That is on the Patreon.com slash Harmless Entertainment. Um, um, what was the? Did anyone watch the? Um, it was a one season 
um, Alan Tudyk was uh, not. He was like Bruce Wayne's cousin. Um, mm. and um, he it was ran animated. No, no, no. It's not animated. It was live action. Um, there was one season of it. Uh, he owned a company that built devices for civilians to protect themselves from um like superhero events huh hmm. i kind of oh. wanted to yeah i oh. thought you were going to say that he builds and sells vats so that the people of gotham can fill with different <laughs> chemicals or um and he lived in a different city though um uh do hang on it was not that long ago so it should be relatively easy to find if alan tudyk wasn't in everything yeah um literally everything oh my god so uh oh yeah he was in doom patrol um yeah he's a bad uh, guy in doom patrol. and he was danger boat in the tick um <laughs> pirate steve he's done pirate the voice steve. of the joker also right Yes. yes, he's the uh, voice of the Joker Harley in Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yes. Oh, that's right. It's I'm not like a socialist. I am a socialist. <laughs> Batman's Bruce Wayne. I he's Bruce the bad guy in Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, yeah. Um. Well, you know it's funny. You know he always plays like an animal or a bird in like Disney movies. What's funny is he voiced a he voiced a role just called Quail in Three Ten to Yuma. I'm wondering if he literally did quail sounds. In 310 to Yuma. <laughs> I wonder. I watched that movie. I don't know if I remember him. Do you remember a quail? I think he's one of the other prisoners because <laughs> they're escorting yeah. a couple of guys. One of them's a quail. It's, it's only a voice role. He was not on screen. Oh. That's what, what I'm saying. He may, have vo- he may literally oh. have voiced a quail in 310 to Yuma. It's fucking dope. That's a paycheck um, to talk about. <laughs> right. <laughs> um Katrina <Your> quail check. <laughs> Katrina Bowden as Allison. Uh she's probably best known as Liz Lemon's uh assistant on 30 Rock. Uh what was her name in that? Surrey. Surrey, that's Surrey. right. She was 17 years old when she started 30 Rock. Wow. You could tell. Yeah. Surrey, like, you really need to wear a bra. No, I don't. See, they just kind of <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that shows a that show's amazing. Um, so I found the uh, Alan Tudyk show. It was called Powerless. Mm. Is that the one with the oh God? What is that young girl's name? Oh, she's not. She's not young anymore. But she was when I was a kid. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It had Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, Hudgens. Thank you. That one. Uh, Dan, Danny Pudi was in it. Uh, Ron Ron Funches. Oh my God! Um, it was a great cast. Do um, any of you guys this, watch um, Mythic Quest? No. Danny Pudi is amazing in that. He's playing the like anti Abed. It's just at some point someone's going to make a show about characters that live in a superhero universe, and it's going to work. And it's yeah, gonna be like gangbusters. Yeah, because Powerless should have worked. It it was a fun show. It, Powerless. There was the one they were going to make for the Marvel universe too. That was uh, unrelated. But what was that called? Uh, about damage control. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, something from a regular person's oh, point I was of view. Muted. Yeah, damage control. Yeah. Um. Oh, if they made Marvels, like if they adapted Marvels, um, that would be epic. Because uh, that, that was be. from the point of view of a photographer mm. mm-hmm. uh, over like decades. 
Yeah. That would probably have to be like a series, mini series. Like it that. would be fascinating. Um, it start. It starts with the original Human Torch, like the first. Um. So the scientists buried him underground. Oof. Uh, Katrina Bowden has most recently been playing Florence Flo Fulton on The Bold and the Beautiful since 2019. So. Uh, her career maybe isn't what it used to be. <laughs> so she's now doing soaps. Yeah. I didn't know soaps were still a thing. Yeah, apparently. The Bold and the Beautiful. Uh, we all just watch true crime now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jesse Moss played Chad. His name's Chad. And he's uh, such a Chad. He is what such... is he in? Um, well. <laughs> Chicks 24-7. His, his first... Uh, his first uh, credit was 1991's The Magic Trolls and the Troll Warriors. <laughs> oh, of course, that's where I recognize him from. <laughs> well, there's moving, I don't know. <laughs> um, <let's... laughs> Tiny Troll and the Trollman Trolls. He did, a, troll? he did a lot of kid voice For work jail. in the 90s. Um, and then uh, the 90s, Final Destination wow. 3 he was okay. in. Um. He oh, Ginger! Right he was in Ginger Snaps. Yeah. Ginger Snaps was a hell, was a really good movie. Yeah. Does it, it say how tall one. he is on uh, the IMDb page? It does not. Five apples. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> it doesn't tell me why. Are you thinking he's real short? Or it doesn't or tell me tall? why. <laughs> I think that I literally think that this he was typecast as a Tom Cruise type. Oh yeah. He's, he's five seven. Yes. <laughs> he he's a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, you little pocket rocket. Well, because I assume this woman uh, that was on Thirty Rock is probably like five eleven. She's tall, yeah. Or she seems tall in the show. She's yeah. trickery. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Gabe seems tall. Right. <laughs> Tina Fey's pretty tall, right? I think she's I have no average height. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Katrina Bowden is um, five nine. Al. Okay. Do you have a spreadsheet with the eyes? <laughs> it's on IMDb. It's under personal. Detail. Yeah, it's always in WikiFeet, right. but it's funny. Does that cross, keep does that throwing also cross, celebrities cross reference WikiFeet? Can you get some feet pictures up there, too? <laughs> yes, please. Uh, um, yeah, so that uh, Jesse Moss mostly uh, seems like he most, since he's been an adult, does a lot of horror stuff. Um, uh, after this, he was in 13 Eerie. Which is ooh, a Canadian horror film. <laughs> <laughs> he does angry panic. Gotta get out of here. Eh? Well, oh, in 2014, he started Wolf Cop. <laughs> which, That's I, a funny I thought movie. that was gonna be Wolf Cock, but you know. Can't win them all. <laughs> 2020, he made it on to uh, Supergirl. Yeah. On the CW. Uh, just two episodes. Um, not a big character name and it's not a bad Bates. guy or something richard a little, Bates. Put a little kryptonite in her drink and you can end up on he's been doing a lot of hallmark movies the last few years it looks like um normie he was he was in a tv miniseries uh just one episode called murder she baked <laughs> that sounds open and shut so uh, it, it I, I, what is the premise of murder she baked? Yeah, they uh, have like bakery. Bakery cafe owner Hannah is also an amateur sleuth solving murders. Oh, 
She doesn't have like a column with like a recipe thing in the newspaper. Apparently not. Yeah, does she have a background in murder does or she, in baking? Does she bake Which cakes she about the about? murder? Like, is it like... Because uh, Angela Lansbury was a crime writer, which made her good at being a sleuth. Yes. What Maybe she's been murdering now? people with her cakes and confections. This she's like, time. I was a murderer. But you know what I decided? I like baking. You can and do I both. My person, murder skills a person, to be a better baker. A person can do two things. Baking. That's right. A person can be good at two things um, at once. So, yeah, we've got uh, Chilin Simmons as... Uh, um, Chloe, I, I didn't remember any yeah. of the girls' names, by the way. Any I didn't recognize outside, anyone. Outside of Chad or Allison, I didn't remember any name yeah. of the team or the college uh, kids. Chloe uh, was I tracked them. them so. Okay, well, let's kind of run through them. Yeah, I, that's, okay, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to go through all of them. The Sheriff was played by Philip Granger. Um, let's see, he is in, he was mostly known for this. Oh, he was in Lucifer. Um yeah he looked like i was supposed to know who he was and so i felt like i did he's he's yeah he's very much a character actor he's been working for years and years he's been in like every tv show ever like mantis the commish um martini ranch (laughs) (laughs) that's like a drink you get in cracker barrel oh he Martini ranch. <laughs> I'd like a ranch can, martini, please. Can I, can I get my fries with a martini ranch? <laughs> I'd like that dirty. It's just, oh, just, it is. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just ranch and vodka. <laughs> I called the lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Can uh, I get my martini with blue cheese instead? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, a garlic, um, an olive with some blue cheese. Um, oh yeah, that's yeah. fair. That's so fair. that really brings the ranch out. Ra- rounding out, rounding out our cast, we had Christy Lang as Naomi, Travis Nelson as Chuck, Alex Arsenault as Todd, as some other teens, and Weezer as Jengers the dog. <laughs> that was just. Oh, I thought the band Weezer was in this movie. So. <laughs> they did. All four of them got into a suit and played the dog. <laughs> um, there's not much else to say about the movie um you know um <laughs> i can't believe i was... got that laugh all right there so there was a sequel in talks um but after they like wrote it it was disappointing and so they just didn't go right. The sequel was supposed to be called. It was not a horror movie. Well, it was. <laughs> it was called Tucker and Dale Go to Yale. And it, oh, it was huh. described as <laughs> Goodwill Hunting meets the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Sold. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Plus legally blonde. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I could see this being a series, though. Like I could oh, see yeah. them, Tucker and Dale wind up catching an alien in their backyard or something. Yeah, you would. It would have to be changed enough. Um, yeah, because the circumstances in this all line up. So, you know, per- well, so so like you just said, aliens or when they go to college, there's maybe something slightly different. I just yeah, Tyler Labine and Alan Tudyk are so good together. I just want to see they them are. doing stuff. They yeah, are. they they really they really temper each other in fun ways too. 
Yeah. And I, there's genuine affection, you can tell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just acting. What was oh, what was it recently where Alan Tudyk and Matt Damon were? Did we watch that movie recently? They were they played um they were rednecks in like one scene. I feel like it was a superhero movie. Oh, what was that? Oh, it's, Thor. It was in a Thor movie, right? Yeah. Was that oh. or series? No, it was it was a movie. They were sitting in the truck. Oh, it was Logan, wasn't it? No, 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 it wasn't Logan. It was a oh, it was MCU. I, I, was it MCU? I know I thought, it was superhero. I thought there was something super yeah. I know it's a superhero one, but I don't know what ah, oh, what was it? Was it like Shazam or something? Oh, it's oh. Deadpool. It's Deadpool because Cable drinks their beer. That's right, where Cable comes. I'm wondering if like... Oh, um, where Cable shows I'm up. I'm wondering right. if Matt Damon was supposed to originally be Tyler Labine and it was like a Tucker and Dale thing because they were rednecks. Yeah, Matt Damon has a big Joe Dirt mullet. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I would accept recasting him as Matt Damon. I, I would totally... Well, yeah, another like- Tucker versus Dale, or Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and you know he just versus Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Tucker and Dale versus Ben Affleck. We just explained <laughs> it away that he got he joined a CrossFit gym or something after that experience. And they in the actually they fight Mecca Ben Affleck. <laughs> Mecca Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> what was the South Park Mecca? Oh, Barbara Streisand, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know Ben Affleck. Is like the most put upon man who's worth like <laughs> three quarters of a billion dollars. He's just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love him though. You know, know what? Oh yeah, he is just every yeah, time I the, see him in an interview. Phantoms. Yeah, I still think back to him uh, calling uh, Bill Maher to the mat for Islamophobia though. Just Ooh, yeah. good. Yeah. One of my oh, favorite and what, Ben Affleck moments. I will never. Oh. My favorite was like when he was on Politically Incorrect. And remember Michelle Bachman, the witch masturbating yeah. lady? Yeah. Ben Affleck called her out too back, yeah. way it was back him, then. Good <laughs> him and most deaf were the two that just like stood up and were like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I'll never forget that moment. Right. I will She's never forget about the evils of jerking off. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. I will never forget when he called out Michael Bay on. <laughs> On, Armageddon. Oh, on our, yeah. Why don't we teach these astronauts how, how to drill? drill instead of teaching the drillers how to fly a spaceship? <laughs> there's a, oh my, real quick, there's a, a drug history from the last season that they made about this doctor, I think John or James Lilly, but the guy who first wrote the book about dolphins and how they, intelligent they were. And um, SETI and Carl Sagan personally gave this dude money to you know communicate with dolphins and he was the guy that ended up giving lsd to the dolphins Ooh, and took it himself and everything the dolphins yeah yes well jerking them off <laughs> and then one chick supposedly it's a fine but, anyways, line. <laughs> but in the drug history it's hilarious because carl sagan shows back up he's like fucking idiots i gave you money to try to figure out what their language is i didn't pay you to teach dolphins english motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And I definitely didn't tell you to give him acid. It's Duncan Trussell who's telling it, and he's a psychedelic hero. But I just love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ducker and Dale is 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I have a, a few letterboxed reviews here. 
<laughs> Where's the one guy yeah. that's like lame? One five, five stars. stars. I, I couldn't. Hey. I couldn't find it. I couldn't everything. find a gay five star. I one. will. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start planting these. So we. Oh, that's everything. true. That was 2010. Yeah. yeah. Um. So all right. Um. Uh. Marshall yeah, writes this. This is entertaining to watch, but realistically, it would be traumatizing to live through. <laughs> Someone Fair. close encountered them. Right. Someone Goody so did stop all the for a minute. Five stars. All the movies. Five stars. <laughs> and Zach Brain writes comedy, one star. Okay. No punctuation, no, no capital, just Almost the word a warning sign. Comedy. <laughs> Turn around now. Like a horror acolyte, they like live and die by horror movies. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was a warning. Mm. I think bother. that's the They're... same. I think that's the same guy that does the gay five star. That's yeah. how he started comedy <laughs> one star. A gay five star comedy. Those are his. Uh, those are his extremes. It's yep. <laughs> where do you fall on the gay to comedy spectrum? <laughs> right here, somewhere between Rip Taylor. <laughs> Oh, and Leslie Jordan, rest in peace. <laughs> oh, I know, yeah. Um, all right, Leslie. Uh, that's about it for the back, the background on Tucker and Dale. You guys yeah. ready to jump into the movie? Ready to jump in the wood chipper. <laughs> <laughs> Sack up, Billy. Uh, here we go. This is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. We open. On a news story, a reporter and her cameraman are investigating the crime scene and they get murdered right quick. She's talking about a Peabody Award. That's yeah. what I would when I'm <laughs> Did you bring the flashlight? No, but I brought my Peabody nomination. So I have, I have a question right off the bat. Does this connect to the rest of the story in any way besides being in the house? Well, they're at it the does. end of the movie. The, this reporter and cameraman are at the end of the movie, so. Oh. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, I was trying to, after having seen it a couple times before, I saw this scene again and I thought, wait, where does this fall in the movie? So it's like, af- this is after everything. Is This is like taking place while... Um, they're in the hospital. Uh, Alan Tudor, yeah, they're in the hospital. Um, so, spoiler alert, Chad lives. <laughs> Chad, that's the sequel. Chad lives. Hanging Chad. <laughs> uh, that is nothing like uh, Florida 2000 election jokes. Um, then, I know. <laughs> it feels like a lame version of we didn't start the fire. Like that would be included. Oh, yeah. yeah we'd have to fit a pregnant Chad in there somewhere. <laughs> Michael Jackson's really bad. <laughs> Hanging was, Chad. <laughs> You know, I was thinking the other day of all the stuff that would have to be added to that song if it was to be updated. And also how if Rock and Roller Cola Wars is what he can't take anymore, <laughs> what would 9-11 and COVID have been? Yes, I know. I, I have, mean, we can still ask Billy Joel. That's right. I hope that, I hope that every time he does press, people are like, so no, what would you what would you write about this? He's like, I don't know. like uh, Four minutes of... Plausible deniability. Like the half of his entire generation. The the real life road rules challenge. I can't take it anymore. (laughs) I know. I would be like, eh. Uh, So we get a title card. 
We meet a group of college kids driving up to the woods in Appalachia. 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 There. Where the fish born. <laughs> Run. Uh, well, and they're driving they're driving an early 2000s or late 90s suburban, which is interesting. Yeah. Really <laughs> well, and, on the budget. and I mean, like they're doing they're doing all the tropes. The kid who's like, it's my dad's truck. Only I can drive it. Like every, every kid only has one aspect to their personality. Um, yeah, one guy brought one joint. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they're all like, gonna you fucking kidding me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly they're they, like hot blondes. Like, oh, I'm listening. Do they have a cabin? You're near. No, they're just camping. Joint. No, they're just camping. Yeah. Um. They never get a chance to. So what's interesting is if you look at it from the point of view as Tucker and Dale are the protagonists rather than the teens, then they do go through all of the uh, tropes. They get warned off by the cop about the danger um, there. Yeah. So that if 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 Tucker and Dale are the protagonists, they do hit all the tr- all the actual um, story beats from your your, your wrong turn. Um <laughs> Yeah, all those beats. Yeah. And then again, the you know, we'll just Al said it earlier. It, it is a comedy of errors. That's absolutely yeah. That's the thread it's through the entire thing. But like if you walked into a room and two people were talking, they would stop talking and look at you. It's just one dude has on a white beater and has been sweating for weeks, you know. The other looks like Tucker. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's just those little sort of even misconcept like <laughs> staring at them as they walk in. That that happens everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the little things. It's just great. Beers in the back. It is in the back, but that's a creepy way to say it. <laughs> also, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy's never been in a convenience store before. Right. Like the beer's yeah. always in the back. You can see right. the cooler from the door. Yeah. yeah. Well, why is Dale holding a scythe while he walks up to talk to him? <laughs> well, yeah, all their tools are necessary once you understand. But it's hilarious to list. They even condoms and feminine pads are out there, so those two are a little. But I'm sure you could use those somehow. Uh, to, to yeah, to staunch bleeding, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> condoms are better than. If you like blue. cut your hand, you like <laughs> wrap a feminine pad around yeah. it and then a condom on yeah. top. <laughs> Honestly, dude, if you didn't have anything else, if you cut your hand in a restroom in a city. Tampons are pretty effective for bullet wounds. <laughs> they are. Absolutely. You shove it in there. <laughs> yeah, they're gauze that they charge you more money for and it sticks to your underwear. <laughs> uh, Take it from me. I, yeah, I so know. they get creeped out by Tucker and Dale. They almost run into him. That's not really Tucker and Dale's fault. Um, then uh, they stop at the general store for beer. They get creeped out by the same hillbillies, but then we meet them. It's Tucker and Dale. Dale is quite taken with the college girls, uh, but when Tucker finally talks him into approaching them, he comes across as creepy, and the college guys <laughs> yell at him, and then they run off. He comes across as murdery. He has a scythe, <laughs> and he, he says to him, you know, and if you can't think of anything to say, just smile and laugh. Smile and laugh. <laughs> and that smile and laugh, I feel like he was going to wear somebody's skin. He's holding, well, yeah, his, son, he's holding his scythe and he walks up and says, you going camping? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an awkward dude. He's yeah. <laughs> not a murderer. Uh, um, Tucker and Dale get back in the truck. We get to know him. Dale's shy. Tucker encourages him, encourages him to go after what he wants. I'm shy. <laughs> yeah, the ongoing therapy. 
yeah. they have. It's yeah. just so endearing and so real. But then also there's the you know power structure. Yeah, you gotta you gotta take what you you know. But then constantly, <laughs> I don't it's the it's the it's the Fred and Barney, Laurel and Hardy kind of thing. Like I'm looking out for you, but don't you pull any fast ones, Barn? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, they get stopped by the local sheriff for a broken tail light. <laughs> we well, get... he's drinking beer in the car while he's driving around. Yeah, yeah. Although I, although I have a feeling that in backwoods Appalachia, that sheriff, that's that's like, <laughs> the sheriff's like, it's beer, okay. Well, I mean, in a lot of rural the, places. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say about the sex. Oh, yeah, it would it would have been the sheriff getting hit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, that too. Yeah, let's not make fun of hillbilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, They're uh, going to get TV soon and find out. They already got TV. How do you think? How did we get? Here? How do you think everything that's just happened happened? They have Wi-Fi, but he's a guy that lives. <laughs> that's his name. Uh, it's just they've got one guy with a phone, and he keeps yelling at everyone else what's happening on it. <laughs> what? <happened? laughs> it's like somebody told him the news, and he's relaying it to you. Uh um so yeah we've uh Tucker and Dale are on their way up to their vacation home they bought a cabin together are planning to fix it up They arrive at the cabin they're excited by it even though it's not in good shape and there's antlers and teeth mobiles <laughs> hanging and animal ribs <laughs> and uh newspaper clippings about murders and, yeah. board they, and board and games and board games and with all the murder clippings, there's the chili dog coupon in the middle, so, and that's all they see. Almost Homer Simpson like yes. everything else is blurry, yeah. but they can see the chili dog. Coupon. It's like no expiration date. <laughs> all right, bonus. But like, yeah, the guy who used to live here must have been an archaeologist an ar- yeah. ar- with yeah. all the bones. So it's in. It's inferred that these might that this cabin maybe belonged to the hillbillies that were involved in the Memorial Day massacre, but yeah, <laughs> if that, I'd still find it hilarious though that if that's the case, they still had the board games. <laughs> yeah, that the board games stand out, and it's yeah, yeah. They well, I mean, they didn't have uh, good good cable or internet. Yeah. <laughs> so they got to play. Something. I understand their excitement. Like you know, if you bought a cabin <laughs> site on scene, like it is trashed. You're right, but just like that's a raw palette. Like they're, they're working know. men. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, I'd be. We stoked. got it for a steal. Got it at auction or something. Yeah, yeah the biggest. I'd problem be stoked is the, too. The proximity to a swamp. I'm like, yeah, the, the cabin's not the problem. It's the mosquitoes. Yeah, that's true. The bog. Yeah, a swamp in the middle of like. I don't know, Tennessee but, yeah. or Kentucky there's not that's good. why I don't understand all these horror movies especially recently that take place in a remote cabin I I would not care how many ghosts there were if I could go spend a weekend at a remote like lake house yeah. <laughs> the ghosts would have to throw me out by the end of the week are you telling yeah. me no one can get a hold of me okay <laughs> yeah exactly so there's some blood that comes out of the tap and the furniture floats I don't give a shit yeah uh um so yeah after uh let's see after they uh check out the place they start cleaning it up meanwhile the teens are smoking pot around the campfire chad 
takes a hit off the joint and then a hit off his inhaler. Almost aggressively. I wrote that down. I was like, is that a strange flex? Is that supposed to get you higher? Like, what is that about? I don't know. I don't Just for dramatic effect. Yeah. Yeah. Because back then, badasses used inhalers. (laughs) Kids. All the kids were inhaling. Chad contains multitudes. Inhaling? Yeah, yeah. He does. Histamines. Uh, so um, he tells them the story of the Memorial Day Massacre 20 years earlier. A bunch of college. That's why everyone remembers it. Yeah, to She's the done day. It on a regular day. The number one song in the country was Pump the Jam by Technotronic. <laughs> I know. And they cut it off right before, because I will attack. And you don't want, want that. that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I see it. You know. Yes. So much ka-ching. Get your booty on the dance floor. Make my day. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's where they built the Miami sound machine. It was in that factory. (laughs) (laughs) It was on Electric Avenue, right? Yes, it was, I believe. Chad knows this is 20 years to the day. He is the child of the spoiler alert. He's the child of the murderer people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, He's the child of the one survivor. So it's Yes, well, who, who we thought was to tell the tale, but yeah, yeah. but was actually dun, dun, dun. to. Yeah, oh, what were you saying? But like, so does he know this because it's his nineteen and three month birthday or something? I think he just knows the date that it happened. It was a, it was the day that his dad was quote unquote murdered. I think he just yeah, has that date memorized. Yeah, weird that he's in the woods. It's weird Anyways, that he'd go there. Too much it's weird he'd it, go camping yeah. there. He's yeah. the closest thing to a villain in the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You, you think he'd be like, uh, let's go to the beach in Florida. He's he's on the uh, the the less written about villains journey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's true. true. Yeah. He uh, descent into madness. Yeah. yeah. It was the it, it all started with the weed and the uh, inhaler. <laughs> it's it a gateway with, drug. Asthma is a gateway <laughs> <laughs> to villainy. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard Hitler had to sit out and gym a lot. Oh, yeah, that's that's where Thanos was the first. Uh, 12 yeah, he didn't catching have his, his breath. He's all <laughs> Genghis Khan was an infamous asthmatic. Well, so was Darth Vader, right? Yeah, that's true. Famously true. Wow, look no, no, it no. up. What no no reptilian asthma truth. You know what I you know what I love about what what no one talks about with Vader is the fact that when that mask comes off, he speaks with a normal human voice. He doesn't require help to speak. He speaks just fine. He has that voice for effect only. He decided (laughs) he wanted to sound like that. That's awesome. I think it's to counteract the wheezing though. He's like, if I just breathe like that and talk like a normal person, no one's going to take me seriously. Right. Well, I better well the, emperor, the emperor wouldn't let him have an auto-tune. <laughs> no, I wonder like, if the emperor hello, had Sydney. a little stylophone that he could just control Vader's voice. <laughs> Vader's like, I am I unbreakable. Am, I am your father. Bring me the princess. I want her alive. <laughs> That's a pretty good auto-tune now. Um, so all right um he finishes telling them the story they decide to all go skinny dipping in the lake spoiler alert they do not go skinny dipping in the lake they apparently don't know what skinny dipping is 
the huge plot hole. Um, no, we do hear a character say, I'm not taking my clothes off as they yeah. run to the, to yeah. the lake. Fair enough. Chloe, Chloe does take her top off. Mm. Who's I, Chloe? <laughs> One of the other two. Chloe was the, the blonde with the stripper shoes. Oh, okay. who was smoking cigarettes the whole time. Yeah. 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 I see. <laughs> was way too into cigarettes. Oh, she was down. addicted. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We <laughs> I think Chad had more I problems. Mean, yeah. <laughs> Let's get off Chloe's ass. <laughs> we cut to a bit later. Common addiction. Tuck and, Tucker and Dale are fishing. Chad is trying to hook up with Allie, the main college girl. She's not into it. She heads off to the lake to go swimming. Um, she climbs, she takes off her clothes and climbs up a rock a little ways away, and she's spotted by Tucker and Dale as they're fishing. Oh, I'm sorry. She climbs up a rock and then takes off her clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, who does that? Yeah. Uh, that yeah. Seems like a bad idea. Oh, college kids. <laughs> college well, kids she, making bad decisions. She is arguably the smartest and the dumbest the one out of the group. Yeah. She is on both ends of that spectrum somehow. Because they're young. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, so but they're idiots, all of them are idiots. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's a smart smart person in this movie. Um, well, Tucker and Dale are the closest. They are. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah, she hits her head when she falls in, gets knocked unconscious. Dale dies. She's startled because Dale can't live with himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's uncomfortable that they're looking at her. So he says Tucker's name, which I love. He's like, when you see a college girl in her underwear, do not yell my name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I, I really like this sequence though because you see them wait and they drag out the time and they go she hasn't gotten out of the water she hasn't yet. come up yeah, yeah. This, it's a very real time situation there's not a lot of like realism in this movie besides the like gore no. the bog set they were on was funny those reeds kept sort of just <laughs> wanting to fall over <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so um well, and and like the time jump, like we we just jump to nighttime all of a sudden. I think because yeah. they're like, well, we're on a set now, and it's night, so go with it. Right? They didn't set up camp, so yeah. I guess that joint just wrecked them. <laughs> just they did start them. a fire, though. Yeah, yeah, at, at least. Start. Or did they? I mean, was it maybe always <laughs> burning since the world's been turning out? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Nasser and precaution. Maybe they didn't Dude. start it. Um, so, all right. Um, yeah, the Dale dives in to pull her out of the water. The other college kids see this, assume that she's being kidnapped. And, and having just, her face cannibalized. Yes, and they just run away screaming. We got your friend. <laughs> Again, threes, it's a threes couple. It yeah. really is. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think phrasing. she was eating her face. She's doing a um, they tell Chad he decides they're going to go after them. Tucker and Dale take her back to the cabin. We cut to the next morning. Allie wakes up. She's initially frightened by Dale, though they end up becoming friends, and she realizes he's friendly and didn't, in fact, capture her to torture her. Uh, he made two breakfasts for her. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And also... I do... I do love the pancakes. It's the pancakes. You don't like pancakes. That's probably the funniest single line in this movie to me. And the, yeah, the ongoing thread of like, 
they have no they they're not putting off a weird vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wouldn't think that it's because she's creeped out about being murdered because he would never hurt a fish. Yeah. He he would So I just let it's gotta be the pancakes. It's gotta be the egg. Right. They're unaware. They're unaware of how people see them as as like their social strata. Um, vice versa. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, she has breakfast. He explains to her that they rescued her when she fell in the lake. Meanwhile, the college kids are creeping up on the cabin. One kid runs off to get the cops while the others. Uh, that was Mitch. <clears throat> okay. Mitch runs off to get the cops while the others make a plan. To I'm try with to- everyone but Chad though. Like, yeah, no, you don't let one person in a situation like that. You let one person take the vehicle and just go. Yeah. Like that's no. No, the, the, I mean, honestly, they all should have gotten in the car and <laughs> yes. got, got the cop yeah. and come back. That would have been the best thing to do. Nope. Then the but, cop would no, have arrived and been like, hey, do you have a girl? And be like, yeah, she's in there eating breakfast. And that would have been the end of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. But Chad. <laughs> but Chad. Diabolique. It's in his jeans. Yeah, it is. Yep. He's got the murder, murder jeans. Yugle boy jeans. <laughs> uh, so, oh, are those murder jeans you're wearing? They send the uh, stoner dude in to sneak up and see what's going on. At that moment, Tucker accidentally uh, upsets a hornet's nest with a chainsaw, causing him to run menacingly out at the kid. (laughs) Oh, uh, I'm sorry. It was Chuck that went back to town. It was Mitch who uh, initially walked up to the cabin. Mitch was the stoner? Yeah. Okay. Um, (laughs) Rest in peace, Mitch. (laughs) Yeah. Uh yeah, uh the Mitch flees only to impale himself on a tree limb. There's a lot of people not looking where they're going in this movie. Yep. You would have to f- run and fall so fast to impale yourself on a tree. It was yeah. pretty sharpened. I did look, but yeah, yeah. you have to be going you really yeah, fast. Really fast. And not be spatially aware of the limb at all. Yeah. Yes. To maintain the speed, you know what I mean? Even if you saw it at the last minute, you'd see it and and like kind of have to just keep going. Maybe it would like hit your shoulder and like rip open your shoulder a little bit or something. But yeah, it got him in the eyeball, right? No, 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 no. right through the chest. Oh, you you have to be completely unaware of it all the way to the point where it's all the way through you already. Well, and it yes, like you're moving. You have to keep moving forward. We're talking about a horror movie. The one instance of someone getting stabbed in the chest in a movie where I'm like, oh, God, that feels real is still The Shining to me because he mm. swings a full axe with a full swing. Anytime we see somebody get run through in a movie, it's like, wow, they're like yeah. the strongest man alive. They stabbed that guy right through the breastplate or right through their sternum. You know, sternum. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah we, the... we forget that in horror movies, everyone is made of jello. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. true. Yeah, they're, they're all made of that ballistic gel from uh, um, what <laughs> yeah. was that show? Mythbusters. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, mm-hmm. all right. Um, let's see. Tucker arrives back at the cabin to find Dale and Allie playing Trivial Pursuit. Well, a, a generic Trivial Pursuit knockoff anyways. Um, More ambling. There's no real pursuit to it. Yeah. Yes. Information well, tracking. Just before... Uh, Tucker gets back. Um, uh, Dale and uh, Allie are are playing, and uh, Dale's winning handily because um, he remembers weird things. He's not smart, but he remembers he has, everything. He has an eidetic memory. 
um, but she uh, like they start talking and she wants to get a bachelor's she's trying to get a bachelor's degree in psychology mm-hmm. um, and she says the thesis statement of this movie so many of the major problems and conflicts in the world are ca- caused by a lack of communication yep. yeah that is the, every think- issue in this movie was her arc a rewrite because the weird psychology major thing is those came into play. I was like, wow, I'm, I'm glad that this happened because it's hilarious, but it is out of left field both times that it happens. I mean, what? Her, I, I think because her saying it in this moment and then her saying it later when they sit down across the table. She's like, yeah, I mean, I think it was uh, it definitely seems like it was a second draft thing, maybe. Having her not do that, she is just a vessel for uh, Dale's feelings. Yeah. I think it's important during the scene with Chad, though. Yeah. Because, like, he tells his story and everyone's like, kind of, okay, thanks, Chad. You know, you think you have the most traumatic story in the share group. (laughs) Everyone's like, all right, cool. Well, yeah, and it it makes that seem more natural. Because if you had just started talking like that, it would have been crazy. It makes that funny, too. Yeah. 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 Um, so, all right, yeah. Um, it also gives validity to her seeming like the most reasonable one. Yeah, she is. Well, I think we it gives like her- Mitch. I don't think is in. He had coveralls, like he was a mechanic. Like we don't necessarily know what each of them did, but she seems the smartest. Of she the seems plot. the smartest and most capable. She's the most level-headed. I mean, she's clearly like the only character that has more than one trait. That's what it is. She's the it girl, except for her clumsiness, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, she is the third biggest name at that time, probably. Yeah. So um, Tucker tells them he saw Allie's friends. They go out to try and find them while Allie waits at the cabin. Meanwhile, the rest of the kids uh, find the dead stoner, Mitch. They find dead Mitch. Uh, They hide. All right, real quick, one of the funniest uh, part of the funniest bit that I found in this movie was um, Tucker goes to grab a beer and pours it all over his face mm-hmm. to alleviate the bee stings. Yes. That's, and then yeah. it, it, I'll, it, I'll wait for the second beat. Yeah, that. it becomes a runner. Yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, they yell for the college kids. <laughs> Just yell, college kids! Yeah, <laughs> hey, college kids! <laughs> Right. It becomes threatening, but it absolutely is not. Yeah. After no response, they decide to leave a note oh, carved shit. into a log. <laughs> and the college kids watch it. And it's just, we got your friend. <laughs> the yeah. misspelled friend. Yeah. And your? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's just we, trying to be. Oh, he's abbreviating. It takes, yeah. It takes a lot of time to <laughs> chip out a message into a log. But also, a they don't yeah. know the Shorthand. kids are there. Like, why do they think Watch. the kids are going to find this one log? Well, they found the hatchet. Oh, that's nearby. true. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, they must be around. Yeah, okay. Um, the kids, of course, take it as a threat. They sneak back while Tucker's putting <laughs> dead tree limbs into the wood chipper, and Dale's digging an outhouse hole with the help of Allie. Um, shitter hole, Thoreau. The shit, the crapper hole, hole. the 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 shit, the shit, shit hole. The outhouse hole. That is not how you dig a hole to shit in. By the way, for for folks watching at home, this is not how you want to do it. 
Also, it's way too close to the place they're staying. <laughs> it is. It's very shallow and wide, which is not what you want. That's how you fall in the hole you're shitting in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Why isn't I understand if there wasn't an attached bathroom or plumbing, but why hasn't a shithole been? Why didn't that cabin come with an outhouse? It's yeah. probably full of bones. You may not have wanted to use but, it, but I'm just saying. The, well, the, the previous hillbillies just shit in the woods like bears. <laughs> like bears or the Pope. <laughs> I wonder if there's actually a Babel document that says the Pope has to go in the woods. To shit in the, you know, shit in the woods. You know they do it just uh, just so that it can be done. They That's, lift up their dresses. I'm sure yeah. they shit wherever they want. Yeah, do you think like a cardinal helps? <laughs> just walk it along. They a just cardinal. <laughs> I'm a cardinal. Yeah, woodpeckers help call, too. Call. Yeah. <laughs> I assume bishop. The, I'm a the pope is, is waited on by cardinals and bishops yeah. only. Sure. Yeah, they have a whole they can't be like touched by normal scouts. normal people. More gold. And sometimes blue jays. Oh, <laughs> they're wish. cute. They are those are cute. They're, they're smaller than your average bishop. <laughs> All right, so the uh, kids arrive. They decide they're going to attack them in order to try to save Allie because they think they're making her dig her own grave. And one yeah, of- the suicide pack theory is hilarious. <laughs> yes, one it of them just ma- it makes perfect sense. <laughs> Why else? Why else would, would you run it onto a spike log? Why else would you throw yourself headfirst into a wood chipper? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those two guys are not off base. Yeah, yeah. So one jumps headfirst into the wood chipper after Tucker leans down at the last moment. Again, uh, wood chipper. If you're not, if don't run directly at the wood chipper. Come. Come at Tucker from the side, so the wood chipper's not <laughs> directly behind where you're running. So those two were Todd and Mike. Todd and Todd Mike. and Mike. Okay. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> you're reading it like fallen soldiers that don't get recognized. His name was Todd and Mike. <laughs> His name was Robert Paulson. Yes, same I, thing. He had oh, bitched it. Sorry, Todd. Todd died. Uh, I have erected a memorial to the fallen <laughs> college kids. I've etched it into a log Mitch. with my hatchet. So hey, Mitch, college kids. Todd, Mike, Zeppo. Yeah. So then Al made you a gravestone. <laughs> so then just as Dale accidentally knocks Al unconscious with the Al shovel. <laughs> the remaining. The other kid impales himself, and then the remaining kids run away into the woods. It's not good to get knocked unconscious, kids, by the way. Like, it's it's not like you see. You don't wake up and like, oh, you, you've got brain damage. Yeah, if you get hit hard enough to fall asleep, you're not going to wake up feeling good. You're not going to wake like up. like when your computer flashes, you can't get control to leak to do anything. It's just wah, 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 yeah. wah. Well, yeah. That's and- what people knocked out look like. Right. And and they're no, you're you're not gonna really ever be the same. <laughs> like yeah. Well, I don't know. There's a there's a turnaround for a lot of head injuries. Yeah. Okay, all right. Fair enough. Yeah. You can come you, can you come back from do. a concussion, but a hard concussion you might not come back from. Well if you watch, you know, if you see any fight type videos, professional or otherwise, there's the punch that knocks them out. That's pretty bad, but it's always the 
It's hitting the mat. It's always yeah. hitting the pavement, the mat, the grocery well, store. Oh, yeah. People and be to, punching everyone out here. To your point, throw, uh, who's the leggy gal? Who's the it girl, Al? Allie. Allie. She hits her face on a rock. Yeah. The night before. Yep. So yeah. she is concu- concussed twice now. Yeah. Yep. And, <laughs> and they wrapped her in bandages, but there was no blood. There was not an abrasion. They may have put an ice pack. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, at this point, Chloe, uh, stripper shoes, uh, she gets covered in Mike's blood from the wood chipper. Mm. Oh, was, right. Yes. Which was Spews hilarious. It. He's just uh-huh. like standing right at the other, the wrong end of the wood chipper. <laughs> right. Both of them. Which is funny because even if there wasn't there a, blood and sinewy, like it was wood. <laughs> yeah. She was still is, standing is in there the way a, I was going to say, is there a right was, end of a wood chipper? <laughs> Yeah, it's always the business end, no matter what. Also, I don't know if you've ever seen a wood chipper in action. They're loud as shit. You do not want to be near them. I'd be like, no, 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 no. You you, you run to the wood chipper, man. I'm going to stand over here and smoke cigarettes and look good. Right. Tucker. (laughs) uh, Tucker going to be a world star. The ear, the ear protectors on, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, he was smart enough to know how to. Stand he next to a wood chipper. Chucking <laughs> things in. You don't even get close to it. Another element of the realism that, you know, hillbillies work with heavy machinery. They're yeah. familiar. They know that there are some safety precautions that are worth it. You know, if they were shooting a gun. Even the side. Protection. Yeah. <laughs> I use a very small pedestrian version of one. <laughs> My it's, backyard. It's, it's not a reaper side. <laughs> it's good for your back if you're doing a bunch of work on a giant, you know, multi-acre field. Yeah. Even in the back, tool. once the once the weeds turn to hay, you know, or straw rather, just whack them. It's much easier than cutting. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, and I mean, you can't take a, with- you can't take a lawnmower to that shit. Oh no, no! I have a weed whacker, but under it's gravel. So yeah. Like Anyways. So, me versus gravel. This, this became an exactly. old man talking. About I, I I've gotten, so I've gotten you know, okay. I've gotten so much, um, so many pebbles to the shin from, yes, from, from edgers. Like, yes, I know. All right, so can't, can't do yard work in shorts in the southwest. Fuck no. Uh, so Dale takes Allie inside. Tucker and Dale figure out the kids are in the suicide pact. And trying to kill Allie too, they decide they have to clean up the dead bodies as it looks suspicious. So they did commit a crime here by trying to hide the bodies. Well, they start committing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, everything by up to association, this- you know, there become situations where, yeah, um, in, in, intent to commit a crime. Negligent. They are caught in the act of pulling a body out of the wood chipper and that seems like a humanitarian thing to do okay fair enough i mean that being said yeah they're preserving what's left for the funeral yeah they don't touch the other bodies well yeah they understand the innate um yeah importance of a human i suppose uh, i don't know i suppose if they were actually yeah i suppose if they were actually interested in destroying the evidence they would have put the rest of it through the wood chipper yeah yeah. yeah, their intentions are pure. I think. <laughs> so uh, I don't think they fully figured it out, but like Tucker says, like try explaining it out loud. You know, there's no way where we don't sound. Now, of course, the cop pulls up, yeah. <laughs> dead body in hand, but then Dale tries, and he's right. It, and sounds like a moron. 
and the start of the joke. What are we going to tell them? Hey, officer, we've had a doozy of a day. Yeah. <laughs> we have that's kind of what they do. Of, no, he that's literally exactly says, well, officer, no, we've yeah. had a doozy of a day. Doozy of a day. I'm never going on vacation again. Yeah. Uh, so, all right. Meanwhile, the kids are in the woods. They all want to leave except Chad, who wants them to fight the hillbillies. Just then, Chuck arrives with the sheriff. Um, sorry. Chad's line, you guys are all a bunch of fucking pussies, a few tiny murders, and everybody just freaks out. Yeah, he's instantly... He starts tipping. Yeah, we know he's... The, yeah, at this point, we already know he's the villain. Um, Villain's journey. Yep. yep. They, they all get in the patrol truck, except Chad, and head off to the cabin to get Allie. They arrive to find Tucker and Dale with the body parts from the wood chipper. They explain to the officer <laughs> what happened, but he doesn't believe them. Sorry again. Uh, he's heavy for half a guy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just a nice little touch of like, I can't, is it Dale that drops the leg and Tucker just keeps holding it? Yeah. Reverse no, right, right. it? Yeah. No. That makes more sense. Yeah. Tucker drops it. Dale's Dale holding just the keeps holding it. The whole conference. <laughs> yeah. Until the boy's like, I'm, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to put this down. <laughs> yeah. Is it more incriminating or less to be holding the leg? <laughs> right. At this point. Uh, I love it. So they go inside with the officer to check on the unconscious alley as the cop leans, though, on the broken pole and gets impaled through the head with a board with nails in it and staggers outside to die. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, one of the other guys takes the gun. Chuck. Chuck takes the gun yeah. out of the holster and accidentally kills himself with it. No, you got to take the safety off. It's on the side. Dale's helping him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Tucker and Dale. Chad runs up, takes the gun. Tucker and Dale run inside to hide. Uh, Chad threatens to kill their dog if they don't come out because they got uh, jankers. Well, he, he runs out of bullets because it's a revolver, and then he threatens to kill the dog. Yeah. I don't know. Like, as he's about to shoot Dale, it's all click, click. Yeah. So, but I like, know. I don't think they know he's out of bullets. I thought maybe because he was, like, because it saved his. It felt like a bluff. That's, yeah. That's what but, I was hey, thinking. Yeah. This character also went from being bluff. obviously the villain to, like, second only to Hitler. <laughs> yeah. He's going to kill the dog? <laughs> he points a gun at a dog? Yeah. A one eyed dog. Who's sweet as shit. Yeah. Who is actually Rivers Cuomo in the band Weezer. It's the entire in band. A dog <laughs> the entire band's in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you shoot that? A lot of people. Uh, so, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, Dale, Dale's line. If you shoot my dog, I swear to God, I'll be really mad. Yeah. That's so sweet he is. He's so sweet he is. They're like, oh, I eat your face off. So Tucker comes up with a plan oh to go dog. out the back door um, and rescue the dog while Dale covers him with a nail gun. They do so, but Tucker ends up, uh, while rescuing the dog, he gets himself ca captured by the teens who knock him unconscious. Um, he wakes up hanging from a tree and ca Chad cuts off two of his fingers. Dick move. His bowling fingers. His bowling fingers. Yeah, that I felt that. That would suck. He told you can't bowl anymore. I don't do that often, but I love it when I do. 
I I love that the bowling thing comes back too. It's not just the one-off joke on the bowling fingers. Yeah. Um, the nail gun, the nail gun. That's not how nail guns work. They need a compressor just to gripe about the realism of this movie. They had a compressor. They started it up. They they really did. I miss that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, They got the engine running and everything. Yeah. I must. I thought it was funny that they went through. Now you don't. There are some you don't need a compressor anymore. But yeah, yeah. They started up the compressor and everything. Well, that's fair. There is the electric one. What is that? Wire season four. This was 2010, but yeah, they took the time to show you that they hooked it all up. I take it back. <laughs> they had because a lot of they had a lot moon. of gasoline. This movie is there. airtight. Yes, they had a lot of gasoline in tanks. Mm, um, they so did wood chipper <laughs> and and a lot of moonshine. They had a lot of of Moonsh- flammable slash inflammable. I should have put that stuff away. <laughs> but to but everything yeah, can totally. be accounted for in a. You know, got to have a compressor for the nail gun that's fixing up the house. They had the fuel for the the compressor, the the generator, whatever they needed. Yeah, right. Yeah, wood chipper runs on gas. The um, chainsaw was running on gas. That's why it didn't just have a kill switch. You know, like the guy was waving it around. It was (laughs) a gas power. You got to turn it off. You know what I realized just very recently. Leatherface was just a dude hanging out on his own farm. They kept coming to him to die. Like yeah. he wasn't going it, it after. It was a that. whole every time it was a home invasion. He's just trying to do laundry. Yeah, like they kept coming He's to his farm. He wasn't going out <laughs> finding the teens. Yeah. He never was. No, he couldn't drive. I'm just trying to dry my damn sheets. Yes, they were all Kids like home invasion. Except whichever one Dennis Hopper was in, and they made chili. <laughs> Um, back at the cabin, Allie wakes up. Dale tells her what happened. She insists there must be a big misunderstanding. There's a knock at the door and a yell for them. Allie goes out, outside, sees the carnage, and finds uh, the package that Chad left on the porch. She brings it inside, and it contains Tucker's fingers with a note that tells Dale to come and try and get Tucker. I love her reaction to just the melee outside, just the blood everywhere half of bodies and people stuck mm-hmm. to trees because yeah we've been not boiled frog but like seeing all of that at once is a lot of well, that's a lot dale was like really protecting her he was protecting her from ever you know even yeah the sight of what was happening he wasn't there. yeah he wasn't kidding like he's like you don't want to see it you know your friends are crazy <laughs> yeah no he's really like they're insane yeah it's so sweet you understand why they fall in love yeah it's not so artificial even if she was just written to be that yeah he endears himself to her yeah definitely um dale goes out to find tucker he comes across him hanging in the hanging from a tree cuts him down sorry sorry again um at the end of that scene um or during that scene um Allie admits that they thought they looked creepy Mm -hmm. for the Mm -hmm. first time um and then, but then Dale says, I should have known that if a guy like me talked to a girl like you, somebody'd end up dead. Yeah. Oh, Dale. Oh, should have known. Common sense. Yep. That's what I get <laughs> for shooting my shot. The uh, reaper size sight. So, mean- <laughs> meanwhile, the college kids sneak back to the cabin. Chad and one of the girls uh, sneak inside to save Allison while the others keep a lookout. That that was Naomi. Naomi. Thank you, Al. I was about to ask. Yeah. They find um, Al- 
no, sorry, that's a, a really great bit, especially in a horror movie. Why are you whispering? We're the only ones here. <laughs> and they're like, oh, <laughs> no longer like sneaking. <laughs> that's great. Uh, they find her unharmed. She tries to explain to them that it was a big misunderstanding, but Chad isn't listening. Um, he starts splashing. Like Chad. Yeah, he starts splashing gasoline all over so he they can bring the place down. Stockholm Syndrome. They bring up Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Chad is thinks she's in love with Dale. Uh, just then, Tucker and Dale arrive. Allie convinces them all to sit down and talk while she makes some tea. <laughs> we discover that due to his asthma, Chad is allergic to chamomile. Well, then, uh, yeah, just r- r- riles up his, his I, asthma. I love the tea moment, though, because it's such like a, just a pause in the movie. We're just going to take a... Everyone's going to sit. We're going to take a breather. We're going to drink some tea. Earl, Cigarette Earl, girl. Earl Grey. I like Earl Grey. Yeah. Cigarette girl. Ooh, exactly. I, I want some tea. That sounds really nice right now. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. this moment to breathe before we get to the end of the room. Well, and, and like Al said about Dale, like, well, it, that's adorable if it's true and it's adorable if it's not true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, Earl Grey. Okay. I love that. Yes. He's just so sweet to her. Uh, um, so she asks each of them to tell their side of the story. Chad tells them that at the Memorial Day Massacre 20 years prior, <laughs> his parents were some of the victims. <laughs> Rock on the River, 89. Yeah. His dad, I feel like the only reaction should be, oh, that explains a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot. You're the damaged goods out here, bro. His dad was supposedly murdered that day, and his mother was captured and tortured and raped by the hillbillies before being rescued. She Everybody was... else just wanted to go up there and smoke one joint. Yes. <laughs> We're going to smoke one joint, drink some beer, and one beer. Apparently, sleep in the back of this. Like... But Chad's like, no. Yeah. Um, Allie's response to that was okay. Thank you for sharing with us, Chad. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a psychologist right there. A, a very clinical response. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> like, that's seated office. That's fucked up. So is today the worst day of your life? <laughs> uh, Dale uh, tells him he didn't have anything to do with the massacre. Chad still blames all hillbillies for his parents' deaths. Um. While this is going on, the last two college kids sneak up and burst through the door, accidentally killing <laughs> Naomi. Or not, they don't kill her, but they accidentally put the weed whacker, the weed whacker through <laughs> her face. Yeah. Uh, that was Jason. Oh, yeah, Jason. And, uh, and Chloe, stripper shoes. That's right. Um, My father went the same way. Chad attacks <laughs> Dale, and the cabin gets lit on fire. Dale, Tucker, and Allie... <laughs> Chad throws, a, Chad throws That's a lantern what, yeah, in this Dad, tender box of a cabin. And then after he had splashed gas all over the place, and but then Chloe throws the moonshine onto Jason after yep. his you, pant leg starts on. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> no. My, my doctor said not to do that. Yeah. Uh, so Yeah, don't do that. Don't keep... Your gasoline by your drinkable gasoline. Yeah. Uh, drinkable gasoline. Um, oh, I know oof. what I'm labeling my next batch of moonshine. <laughs> Tucker, Dale, and Allie escape the explosion, and Allie comes to the realization, I'm a terrible therapist. 
No, and Dale's immediately like, no, you're not. Right. <laughs> you're He's just a supportive and sweet man. Also, uh, what was her name? Uh, Weed Whacker? Girl? Naomi. Naomi. She tries to get Chad to save her, and he's like, get away from me, you ugly bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's one of the funniest lines in the movie, too, because it's crazy. Because he just got weed-whacked in the face and is alive and is crying out for help. Yeah, and That's Chad's like, response. fuck you. Yeah. No, Chad's gone full sure. on at this point. There you, are no you limits. You're the only one without empathy. You were pretty a minute ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he is now full-on <laughs> frat bro, I guess. He's like, he dropped from 10 to 4 yeah. in, like, no time. Yeah. He's gone full skull but and bones. But still a 4. Yeah. You're, yeah. She's a New York 3, but an isolated cabin 4. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, uh, Chad survived the explosion. He comes out with half his face burned off, trying to murder them all. They run to the truck. Wait, 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 wait. He takes a shot of the asthma medication. That's right. And it like yep. pumps him up. <laughs> it's Chad Spinach. Yeah. It is. They Chad Spinach. They that was my favorite emo band. Chad Spinach. They drive off in the truck, although Dale does not watch the road and they drive smack dab into a tree. Yeah. Dale's knocked unconscious. He wakes up later to find Tucker injured, leaning against a tree. Tucker tells Dale that Chad captured Allie, took her off to the old sawmill. Get some cider. Get some cider. <laughs> wrong mill. He's like yeah, a Bond mill. villain at this point, too. He steals the girl and keeps the guys alive. And ties oh, her yeah. up to, for yeah. later hijinks. To yeah. slowly get killed <laughs> by the sawmill thing. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a Looney Tunes cartoon, which it's been a Chad still watched building. A lot of cartoons. Looney Tunes cartoon, yeah. yeah, and took him seriously. He thought they were documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> right down to the safety on the gun. Like how many times that like Daffy would run to the other side and help Elmer do one thing or another, <laughs> yeah. and then get back in front of the gun. Just yeah, uh, the cartoon. So all right, uh, yeah, Dale is feeling discouraged. Tucker gives him a pep talk. And so Dale heads off to find Chad and Allie. Not Kate and Allie. Uh, <laughs> I don't want any more negativity. You're smart and you're strong and you're not as ugly as you think you are. What was the fishing story, too? We used to talk about catching fish. And you would oh, yeah. Get the smaller fish. Frogs, and, frogs. They yeah, catch frogs, frogs. And he'd lick them and it made me feel funny. I. I told you I let you catch more frogs, but no, you were just quicker You're just, than me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's pretty quick you, for bro. a big dude. Yeah. At the you gotta go after what you want. He's like one of those guys, like those big dudes that can do like a like a standing backflip. <laughs> like Right. Well, yeah, exactly. The Chris Farley, the blue shoe, like yeah. they're, they're larger than life and giant, but they think they're small. Yes. You know what I mean? They, they have inadequacy. Yeah. Inferiority complexes, as Tucker tells Dale. You know. At the so have, That big character is a, a delightful character in life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, look around. You can take what you want. <laughs> uh, at the sawmill, Chad ties Allie to a log and sets her to slowly die, Bond style. Through the sawmill. <laughs> Dale arrives and rescues Allie, fights Chad. 
They run and barricade themselves inside an office upstairs where they discover news clippings that reveal Chad's mother had been raped and his father's one of the hillbillies responsible for the massacre. Not one of the victims. So you got like a Jason Voorhees kind of like yeah. uh, twist. Yeah. twist. <laughs> yeah, this this like the psychology thing feels like a second pass. Like we got to we got to figure out a way to make him the villain in a way that ties into the story. Right. Why did he descend to madness? Yeah. I mean, they all took a hit off that joint. Why was he the only one to go crazy? He, he can't just be a mean frat bro. Yeah. He has to. Yeah, no, no, no. He tipped over. Yeah. There has to be a reason. Like, there's something that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to claim insanity when you tie someone to a log. Just slowly. <laughs> the, the prosecution's going to be like, uh. It feels real meditated to me. Like you're, you have, <laughs> like you have to cut off his two fingers. Like yeah, she, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He Look, tied. I her, was crazy then, 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 and then. He tied her to a log. Are you using the whiplash defense in court? <laughs> yeah, the Snidely whiplash. <laughs> whiplash versus Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, the castle doctrine defense falls apart when you start tying people to things. Yeah, yes. uh, yeah. If you take the time to do that. There's a little bit of time on on film twirling his mustache. Twirling his mustache. Evely popping his collar. (laughs) Oh yeah, that popped collar. By the way, that was that was some peak 2010. Very very cool, Kanye. Yeah. Um. So Chad, upon being told that his dad was a hillbilly, becomes enraged and rushes at Dale, but Dale throws a box of chamomile tea in his face. (laughs) <laughs> they had to set up his kryptonite. Yeah. He has an asthma attack, convulses, and falls out a window, apparently to his death. His chamomile is a wildflower, right? It's a flower? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think it's a yeah, little white so flower. Pollen. Right. You know, probably has his means in it, like any. Yeah. Huh? Makes sense. Uh, the police and the news crew arrive. Does it? <laughs> but yeah, but does he have allergies or does he have asthma? Well, <laughs> he has if, asthma. If he inhaled it, asthma G's. Yeah, <laughs> uh, allergy induced asthma attack. Okay, I'll, 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 I'll. I'd like to point out that Dale knew the Latin name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he knows stuff. True. He's, he's yeah. good at remembering facts. He's trivia man. Yeah. Huh. Um, he's also practically intelligent, as we see. Yeah, he's he's not he's not dumb. Dale isn't dumb. He's just uneducated. Yeah, he doesn't know how to dig a poop hole. As he well, thinks he is. Yes. That's the thing. She she already says earlier. Yeah, education and intellect are different. And that's true. Not every smart person can afford the college. A lot yeah. of dumb people go. <laughs> but very true. But yeah, yes. it's like Al just said. He's not as dumb as he thinks he is. Convinces himself he's an idiot. Yeah. Nothing he does is stupid. He, he I, she hasn't come up yet. We better try to save her life. Yeah. That is, I guess, the minor theme of this movie. Because the college kids are all dumb. Yeah, the college kids are straight up dumb. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Uh, fodder, wood chipper fodder. That, but sorry, yeah. on the memorial <laughs> that they erect one day, all of their names will be seen. They all have stars in the Naomi. lobby. Of the college student Tito, Mitch, yeah, in the quarters, in the common room, fallen, <laughs> fallen college students <laughs> in the in the cafeteria. Yeah, I'd put it on the quad. Yeah, 
<laughs> so um yeah the uh the, we see a news report we see the uh reporter and cameraman from the beginning of the movie um reporting on it um about to get killed they're well no no, no. i don't think they're about to get killed because all the cops are there at that point it seems they came back oh. later okay uh, when, that makes sense. At night when no one was around to investigate further on their own. Oh, I see. And that's why she was goading him on. Yeah. Um, so uh, Tucker's watching the news report in the hospital. <laughs> we see he accidentally got one of the girl's fingers. Chloe's, Chloe's probably. Chloe. Yeah. How did her fingers get disconnected from her body? I mean, she was blown up. <laughs> I think that was like, a bit of straight finger. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe an investigator just. <laughs> It's weird it fit on just right, though. <laughs> oh, it's his finger that's been painted. That's what's so great. She, she had man hands. The <laughs> nails. Oh. She was the man hands. Freaking lobsters. Uh. Thick oh. boobs and man hands. <laughs> that's a Steinbeck novel. Fake boobs and man hands. As American as fake boobs and man hands. <laughs> oh my god that's so apt uh so all right so um tucker asked dale whether he managed to uh ask Allie on a date and it turns out he oh. did they're gonna go bowling <clears throat> okay sorry so i forgot the second part of the joke when when tucker got his fingers chopped off and made his way back to the cabin he poured beer on the fingers yeah <laughs> um and then here he finally gets a beer. Um, Dale brings him a PBR in in the, in hosp- the, uh, in the hospital. Well, I think he, it's funny. He's heard that, like, you know, you're supposed to pour alcohol on a wound. But he's pouring oh, right, beer. Right, right. He thinks it's an antiseptic, but <laughs> They've it's got the a opposite. Perfect, There's they have sugar a, and wheat and yeast. Yeah, it's the yeast that'll get you. They have a perfectly <laughs> yeah. good jar of moonshine. Right. That would have yeah. actually probably... That's an yeah. That, that would have I don't know. Terms. I think he's just, you know, like, it, it you know, I, I, I bet he does that. You know, the way that light beer is just, I don't know. I think oh, it's God. really hot. I could picture that character out on light beer. Light beer is like 4.3. Like that. You might as well just pour that shit on everything. It might as well come out of a hose. <laughs> well, guys like that, they buy it by the case, you know, the I, flat. I feel like we don't get a lot of character development for Tucker. Right. Yeah. I yeah. think the underlying theme of Tucker is that he's probably hammered the entire time. Yeah. The whole. Maybe time. he's not as smart as. He <laughs> and I like yeah. what, like like when he's hanging upside down. He's like now, now I'll, if you kids cut me down, I'll take you back. I got a cooler full of eight to ten <laughs> beers. <laughs> eight to ten beers, ice cold. It's as a young person, oh man, you might have had me. I'd have right. taken any van. Eight. Yeah. Eight, Eight beers? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so later that night at the bowling alley, Dale encourages a fellow hillbilly to go talk to some girls. Um, BJ is the, the hillbilly. Um, he <laughs> describes Allie. He says, that girl's got an amazing set of bowling fingers. Arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> In both hands. Huge tracts of land. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, um, Dale and Allison confess their feelings for each other and kiss. And the other hillbilly accidentally knocks the girl out in the background. 
Oh, um, and then that, throws her over his shoulder, right? <laughs> drags her off. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it was over the shoulder, but also uh, this is where Dale uh, gifted Allie the uh, safety helmet. Oh, oh that's yeah, right. Yeah, that gave her a helmet. She's always getting TBI. You should wear this all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> and not, if you want to be a psychologist, protect that brain. <laughs> she's the di- she's like you know what maybe the talking dinosaur you see is right <laughs> uh, so credits roll and that's the movie um yeah <laughs> it's just fun good yeah. start to finish mm-hmm. um yeah. I, don't, I don't really have any unanswered questions <clears throat> no I hadn't seen it in a while it holds up just fine yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have a, a few gripes. The dude at the bowling alley isn't really connected to the story. We're just like, oh, hillbilly, he must be their friend. I would have loved for the movie to open in the bowling alley, hmm. and to and to not like post credit scene the 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 what's it called the news people. Yeah, but like have the news people come after this scene like during the credits or something. Mm. Yeah, I rather just think the, it was just that Tucker was in a hospital bed, so they had to have somebody. Yeah, that that bit that that oh, that's a good point. Interaction. He's still in the hospital, and now Dale's on his own. It might have been something that would have happened between them. Dale talking Tucker into talking to a girl would have been interesting. So now now Dale has the confidence, and he's uh, bestowing the wisdom. He's trying to bestow confidence onto his 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 own hillbilly friends. Yeah, yeah, Um, but Padawan. I feel like the uh, Padawan, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, hillbilly Padawan. Mm-hmm. Um, the the news thing I thought worked at the beginning, the because it was like a Blair Witch kind of feel. Yeah, yeah it was playing it, into the trope. Playing into footage. the trope, it, it gave you that like uh-huh. that feeling that maybe this movie wasn't a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> for a second. Yeah. I mean, they have to do. They have to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that up. I know this gets uh, compared to Cabin in the Woods from time to time, as far as like that kind of uh, uh, late twenty two thousands, like a the mis- the misdirect. Type. Yeah, yeah. misdirect. You, you think it's a- sorry? Mm-hmm. I've seen it compared to oh. Cabin in the Woods quite a few times. Like that, it's in the same kind of vein. I mean, obviously, they're very different movies, but... Well, but they're very similar in the sense that they are both centered around a cabin. Literally a cabin. No, but Al's going to say... Uh, Just poking fun at horror movies. Yeah. Um, Yes. Yeah, poking. Misdirect on the tropes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This Uh, movie's not nearly as thoughtful as Cabin in the Woods. No, Cabin is about those... No, no, they're not direct comparisons, but you think you're watching a horror movie, I don't know, isolated... Yeah, location. cabin, cabin, cabin in the, directly, but it, it just location. Cabin like, in the yeah, cabin in the woods like was literally marketed as a straight horror film, so like right. people were yeah. genuinely surprised at that tw- twist. There's no way to think Good Tucker movie. and Dale versus Evil is a straight ad horror movie. When and at the same time, the Cabin in the Woods holds up in a way that this doesn't as a horror movie because this is sure. just a gory comedy. Whereas yeah. Cabin in the Woods, by the end of it, yeah. like, oh. I don't know how we got on the. <laughs> yeah. but, you yeah. can't compare those movies. They're not. Yeah, they're so yeah. different. Cabin in the Woods is a that's a smart movie. Man. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, this is a very dumb movie. This is an entertaining movie. Yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's a threes company. It's a lot of fun. Um, Blood. And if if you guys, if uh, listeners, you uh, do want to hear us do one more horror movie this month, um, buck a month is all you need. Throw us a buck at patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. We're going to be doing drag me to hell. Yeah. Uh, that should be the Sam Raimi joint. Sam Raimi. Yeah. Did yep. Our, our fourth Producer. Sam Raimi movie we've done. <laughs> uh, it'll be uh four out of five overall, but <laughs> we get, Oh, four? we did Bubba Hotep also, didn't we? Oh, that's, that's not, not Sam, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Um, um, yeah. Um, Spidey one, Sam. two and three. And dark man. And dark man. This will be our fifth. Five out of six. Wow. Oh, did he a lot of Sam Raimi. One? I thought he just produced it. No, he, he, did. Di- he directed Drag Me to Hell. This was the last movie he did before uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness. Oh, wild. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, so that'll be fun. It's apparently a movie um, about menses. So <laughs> as far as I can tell, like, that's, that's what everyone says. So uh, that is on our patreon that should be coming up within a few days and next week here on the main feed we're back to harmless phosphorescence we're going to be watching 2020's arch enemy (laughs) yes resounding Uh, silence um is this this what is this the vin diesel one no this is joe main joe mangianella oh oh yeah we get uh uh uh, Flash Thompson. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The Bloodshot was a few weeks. Bloodshot we- has already been released. That that was out. Yeah, this is Joe Mangianella. Uh, that's next week on Harmless Entertainment. Until then, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. This has been your host, Thro Smiley. And I'm going to go dig a shitter hole. <laughs> I'm Josh Cece, and they hate my face. Go back to hell where you belong, you freaks. I'm Brian Lesh. There ain't nothing up here but pain and suffering on a scale you can't even imagine. A Malaric Weber. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye.